Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. We are continuing to learn Mesech the Shabbos Perik Yud Zion, Mishnah Dalit and Mishnah Hay. And we are continuing our discussion in Hilchas Muksa. We just discussed in the previous Mishnah that there are certain items that have permitted uses and, mis- and uses and functions that are not permitted. And we said because they could be used for either or, they are classified as a Klishmalachtol Isser, where technically one's allowed to use them if they're using them for the permitted purpose, but if they're not using them for the permitted purpose, then one's not allowed to move them. This next mission is now going to say there are certain kalim which they um, have no permitted use on Shabbos. No one would use them other than for their intended purpose, which is an usher purpose. Says the Mishnah, Mishnah Dalit. Rabbi Yossi Omer, kol kalim notlin. Any utensil may be moved on Shabbos for permitted use. Chutz min hamaser hagadol yasod shel Except for a large saw used to cut beams and a coulter, which is some sort of large uh, uh, knife-like tool that's attached to the plow, that uh, that attached to a plow, and it cuts these grooves um, in the ground ahead of the plow, because these things are only used for the perp- those purposes, i.e., to cut the beams and for the and for the plowing the ground, and therefore, because there's no way and no how that you're going to ever use it for some sort of permitted use, they're just totally and completely not allowed to be used. The Mishnah now is just going to uh, reiterate, all utensils whose main purpose is permitted, so then you may move it for its purpose and not for its purpose. So therefore, if you have, let's say, a plate, you're allowed to move the plate, whether it's because you want to use it to eat on it or just stop you want to move it around the house. Once it's permitted, it is permitted. That's in contrast to two things, in contrast to a hammer, which you can only use, move it for its permitted purpose, and in contrast to the next Mishnah, next Tana, Rabbi Nechemia, who's actually stringent, and this comes up in various places, Rabbi Nechemia, Omer, no, ain't no tzorech, that on Shabbos, we only allow you to move things if there's a need for it, meaning to say that you can't just move the plate because Stami wanted to move the plate. You can only move it for its purpose. And actually, this comes up. Very interesting discussion, which we're not going to get into, but it's just food for thought, that one of the halachas in Pesach is that, let's say you find chametz on Pesach, so you have to destroy it, but let's say it's actually on the yom of Pesach, so the chametz is muksa. so the Gemara says, okay, fine, go, go to your kitchen, take a pot, cover the chametz with the pot, so at least you don't see it, and it's out of sight, and uh, you won't come to eat it. And the Gemara says, but according to Rabbi Nehemiah, who does not allow you to move an item f- unless you're using it for its intended purpose, well, the intended purpose of a pot is not to cover food, that's chametz. So how are you allowed to move that pot? Okay, we're going to leave that aside. Actually, I believe it's Toast was asked that question. We're going to leave that aside for now. Okay, Mishnah, hey. Any utensil that can be moved on Shabbos, let's say the, the utensil shatters, so then you may as well move those broken pieces so long as provided that they still retain some sort of function. Meaning to say, so even if it's not, it's a totally different function than the initial, original intended function, but shivri arva lakosis behind Let's say you have a mixing bowl and it shatters, but you're able to use the shattered pieces. You can fit it over the opening of a barrel, or shivri zechukas lakosis behind pach, or broken uh, glass. You can use to fit fit open the fit over the opening of a jar. Since now they have some utility, therefore they're still considered a utensil and are not muksa. Yehuda Omer, Yehuda disagreed and says, no, that the only way an item is not muksa is if it does its original intended function. Thus, if an item breaks, it shatters, 
if you cannot no longer perform its initial intended function, it's considered muksa. Um, therefore, shivri arva For example, a broken mixing bowl, uh, you have to be able to pour in your porridge. And a piece of a broken glass to pour an oil into them. Because in these cases, it's a similar to its initial function. But you can't use it for an entirely new function because that is beyond what it was intended. And therefore, it will be considered muksa according to Rabbi Yehuda. I wish you all a wonderful day.